Mana 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 this is social disgusting. <laughs> but I knew though the first one in the UK was so popular it usurped uh, Titanic as the highest grossing movie at the time really? in UK history. Yeah. You know, I've never seen Titanic. I mean, is it good? I guess. I mean, I saw it when I was younger, so it's, you know, there's a prism of nostalgia there. I guess it came out in college for me. I just didn't. I think the runtime's intimidating. Although I like James Cameron, I think James Cameron's great. I, I just I like True Lies, and I like um, I love that movie. Terminator Two, I mean, it's amazing. But I think the um, uh, I don't know. I just didn't want to see it. I saw Avatar. Are you a big Avatar fan? I like Avatar. I mean, it's I think the visuals are amazing, and it's a visually it's incredible. I it's an achievement, truly. Yeah, it's hands down a cinematic achievement. I could not roll my eyes more at the story in the script but the um <laughs> the no it's gorgeous i think everything i was thinking the other day and this is not a, probably a new thought for anybody but everything now is just an animated film like yeah jumanji like all these movies are just cgi is basically computer animation so it's not any different than a pixar movie in the sense of the technology and stuff like everything is so good now like we we watched all together we watched uh shrek and i'm like the animation even in t- 20 years has come a long way. And I thought Shrek was great. It was ground. It was a groundbreaking. <laughs> I saw she Shrek like three times in the movies. Yeah. I did see the sequel. I, I thought Shrek was amazing. So like, but even then it doesn't look as good as anything. Like we watched Soul the other day and it's like an amazing piece of art, you know? Yeah. I still need to see that. But to your point though, like uh, it does feel like the movies that age the best when it comes to effects like that are the ones that use them in service of the overall as opposed to that being the primary thing. Right, 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 right. But, like, you know, it reminds I, randomly, it just reminds me that in terms of that move to everything being special effects like that, I think it was Premiere Magazine I read in years ago where it was a set visit to, uh, what is it? Oh, shit. The DiCaprio movie that I'm with Bill the Butcher. Gangs of New York. Gangs yeah, of New yeah, York. yeah, yeah, Gangs of New York. So... It was a set visit, and it was Scorsese walking around with George Lucas, and George Lucas was looking at this giant set of the five points that they had built, you know, this amazing thing in Italy. And, like, George Lucas looked around and said, like, you know we can do all this with computers now. And That's, and not, just, that's the difference between those two guys, though. <laughs> fundamentally, yeah. Yeah, like, I think George... I tried to watch The Clone Wars with my son, because we watched the other Star Wars, which are actually good and they had practical effects obviously yeah we could not get through the clone i mean it is almost unwatchable um but i thought uh yeah he's he's interesting because i love as a kid i love george lucas like anything he was related to i would watch anything with speed Spielberg. but i think george luke george lucas just like went so far into the tech world that he just kind of lost you know like i think yeah the Star Wars. I really liked Mandalorian. I think him giving it over to other people, I think, was smart. Because um, I think other people could probably do better than he could do, like, with his ideas. I think the Mandalorian definitely worked out. Um, I mean, it's not great, but it's, like, super entertaining. I'm not also not sure, during quarantine, I feel like I like things more. Like, when we say Palm yeah. Springs, like, I think in any other year, I'd be like, yeah, it was funny. Like, if there was other things, but there hasn't... <laughs> nothing else you know like i find myself re-watching movies what are you re-watching well i watched um grumpy old men again 
I had seen I'm, that. And, I, I almost watched that the other day. day. I know HBO Max, and I remember liking it. And yeah. I watch it, and it's really... It kind of falls apart in the middle, but it's really quite good in that it's so different. Like, the, it takes place in Minnesota. It's the winter. It's older actors. Go, like, it's it's not young people. Like, it's so... It's it's a, I, I think it's good. I think, I think it's really... I just thought it was different for what everything else that comes out, especially during that yeah. time. If they made that movie today, which is, that's a big if, by the way, but if they did, the whole gimmick would be that, look at these old actors, like, you know, like, uh, the Las Vegas movie, Last Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. You know, that's, so, it's, it's like, so like that, they make it for the poster now. Sure. And, and you know, and like a grumpy old man, which I'm sure, maybe they advertise it that way. But just the idea, to your point of, like, these two kind of old sage actors just bitching and moaning and fighting constantly when they're not, like, ice fishing is a movie that is nigh on impossible to make today. Well, Jack Lemons has a dad who's 97, like an older, like, I just was like, oh, it's that's right. such a funny, that's such a funny thing. Is it Burgess I mean, Meredith? It's, it's Burgess Meredith, and he's okay. great. Uh, I think... You know, there's a couple cringeworthy things where obviously in the time there were some trailer moments where Jack Lemon was shaving and put his hands on his face like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. And like, oh, Lord. And I was like, oh, boy. And there's a couple <laughs> things like, um, you know, they play James Brown while he's like, after he has sex with, what's her name? Uh, That's right. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple like, ugh. But overall, you're right. I think it would it wouldn't. They wanted to see these guys in a different. It was just a different point of view of a different time in life, and I thought it was. I thought it was great. It was just so different than what you would see. I, I again, I think comedy lives on in TV more than movies now. I can't think yeah. of the last great comedy movie I've seen. Um, I think The Hangover would be the last thing probably that was like a big thing. Not that I necessarily liked it, but um, that was the last uh, like comedy event. It feels like. You know, um, and you know, probably Borat would have Borat two would Borat been two would be the big and that would have been that yeah yeah it Borat two would have been like an event to go see and that would have been fun to see in like a big theater because I saw the first one in the big I mean it's just so funny. Did you see the second? Did you like it? I did. I really okay, liked I it. it. I don't know how they did it. It's really impressive, both both the topic, but also just the logistics of it. What a great idea that he she's his proxy right so like he's amazing, so well yeah. known that he got someone that is so good she's so good just as an endpoint, yeah it's so good she truly deserves an oscar nomination she's unbelievable in that unbelievable unbelievable um are we running out of time are you no let's keep going we got a little bit okay good, good, good. um so uh yeah she's great uh what other i guess that's all the other comedy movies i can't think of another one that came out you know, Will Hines, speaking of Will Hines, loves this yeah. movie. I don't know if he loves it, but I've talked, he's talked about it. Brain Donors, which is, um, they tried to redo a Marx Brothers movie in the 90s. Um, right. with, yeah. uh, oh, Turturro. I've seen that a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I tried to watch it recently. It's it's good. I mean, John Turturro is actually quite funny in it. But um, I don't know. There's no swings that was another swing for the fences that didn't quite pan out, but I don't know. There's not quite those. There's not, there hasn't been like a scary movie or, um, these big broad movies in a, in a long, long time, probably because the, 
like the pop culture references. That's kind of what the internet is. Like memes have kind of taken that yeah place maybe. But well, it feels like two comedies that just the very nature of the fact that they don't even really make them anymore at this point. That you can't have these subgenres of comedies now because you don't even have the main comedies. Like there's nothing. Nothing can be a response when there's nothing to respond to. Right, right. I, I think that'll come back. I think. I think so. Some networks. I think Viacom is making movies like TV movies. You know, the TV movies are very popular, uh, especially like Netflix made for Netflix and stuff. So I think that it will come back in some respect. Um, I did want to ask you too. You're, you, you're later in the or late last year, which is weird to say now, but you had your your Shoppy Awards. Oh, my Shoppy Awards, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned you're you're not a huge Mel Brooks fan. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for watching the Shoppy Awards. They were yes, just for friends to, to say, hey, you're great. I don't <laughs> think... Um, here's my... Do you want to know why I don't like it? Is that why you... I do. But I will say that Young Frankenstein is... I mean, it's... I know, it's unbelievable. I, I love Young it. Frankenstein so is unbelievable. It's shot so well. Yeah. Gene Wilder is amazing in it. The producers I like. Um, I saw Blazing Saddles once. I did not like it. And then uh, what other ones has he made? High Anxiety? Well, I couldn't even get through that movie. There, it, There's a steep drop off after that. Yeah. I just think it was so corny. Whereas Young Frankenstein, I remember seeing it. Uh, I'm dating myself now. But the library where we grew up had 16 millimeter movies sometimes and would show it on a reel to reel. Oh, cool. And I went with a friend and saw it and thought it was so good. And it was so different. It looked like a monster movie, but it was funny. It's a brilliant, it, it's just a brilliant movie. I just can't, everything else is just so corny. Like, he's just so corny and big. Um, it, I guess you could say the it, same thing about the Zucker Brothers, which I really like, or like Hot Shots, but all that stuff, I feel like there's such a wink. Like, we're doing comedy yeah. in the other movies that I... Even Blazing Saddles, where I'm like, ugh, I don't know. It just No, that's boring. fair. I well, I saw, maybe like four years ago, something like that, they were showing Blazing Saddles at our local art house, and I was like, oh, I'll go see that in the theater. And, man, it's tough when you can't turn it off. Not that it was bad or anything, but there was some... Boy, there's some stuff that doesn't age well at all. No, in a, like... In a bothersome way. Yeah, and it's funny, like... They bring up the racism thing, but it's super homophobic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's easy to lead with that, but there's other stuff going on, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a lot of movies, though. Like, I was telling to a friend the other day, Ace Ventura, which I loved growing up. Oh, that's transphobic as it's hell. It's so transphobic at the end. Yes. I mean, and needlessly so, but, so you can't, yeah, it's just hard to watch. It's just hard to kind of get over that stuff. Absolutely. Well, there's some movies do age pretty well, um, comedy-wise. I think Pee-wee's Big Adventure is funny. Yeah, it helps that it was like of no time at the time. Yeah, I think that those movies work. I, Absolutely. I went. I once taught like a summer workshop of of writing to to middle school kids, and I showed them two movies. I showed them Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I showed them Napoleon Dynamite, and I was like, these two movies have a strong point of view, and every scene of it is funny. And I, yeah. I think those two movies are just like so funny, and they're without they're both pg which is unheard of for funny movies and i think they're uh i don't know just accessible and like t like you said timeless i think whereas like i think these other like eat the john hughes movies and stuff they kind of don't age well uh 
And yeah. I think in the uh, Revenge of the Nerds is like, uh, you know, you can't watch it. It's so hard to watch now, too. So, um, you know, it's it's funny thinking about like, I hadn't thought about this, but kind of thinking about maybe the origin of why I like MacGruber so much might be that I watched Young Frankenstein a lot as a kid. And that the thing that I, makes me laugh as hard as anything is a an arrogant you like a a character that is such an arrogant asshole juxtaposed against the most absurd silliness yeah makes me laugh so hard like probably harder than anything he thinks he's smarter than everybody but he's as dumb as everybody which i I love it and and the fact that like mcgruber is the hero only in his own mind in a very like jack uh from big trouble in little china type way yeah he's the star of his own movie but he's also the biggest idiot in the whole thing. I also like the idea that MacGruber goes from being tough to being super vulnerable. <laughs> which I think is like such, which is really behind all of that, right? Like the Reagan, yeah. like machine gun, like yeah. your PTSD, you're, you're shocked. And then like he, he vacillates. <laughs> Between like, how about this? He was like, well, he was like, did you really have to curse so much, you know, giving the eulogy? And he goes, well, it was a fucking asshole of a day. And, and, and like, giving him an ultimatum was like, fuck you. And then all of a sudden it's a, you, you can fuck me or I can fuck you and just tell me what you want me to fuck. Just all of that. The complete, like, he commits, like, he's giving an Oscar-worthy performance to truly as silly a thing as possible. And I could not love him more. Yeah, he's great. Uh, top <laughs> ten, I would say. Copies of all time. Anchorman's the other one where I did not it's kind of the same thing but i didn't like it when i first saw it but i it's grown on me over the years but anchorman's kind of a similar character like these guys who are it's i think people are like oh it's not i feel like i've heard people say like it is i think it's making fun of the male ego which i think is really yeah cool. well i think alan partridge is one of my favorite characters oh hand, well and he's the same by, thing yeah like, hands down. and i you know the like, movie's pretty I, good too I think Al- I think Alpha Papa is really funny. Yeah, it's really funny when he goes out the window and he's naked. Like I think he loses <laughs> yeah. his pants. Like I think that's he's just very good in it. But he's so yeah, the arrogance, but also he's so stupid. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I've shown that to people too. Like done a double feature with MacGruber and Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa, because I feel like there's an absolute kinship there. Oh, easy. Just and also you know, the parody we- of the genre, right? Like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're Absolutely. both shot like an action movie, and I love the music at the end of it, Alpha Papa, where he's in the car singing. Like I thought that was great. Um, what well, and also just the little things like that's a good double feature. What well, it really works out. It it really pairs well together, just with the character similarities, but also the fact that they have they have every form of comedy in each of those movies, and it's so I love intelligent silliness, and they both have that in spades. It's it's so good, so good. I could watch, and those are like multiple. Do you watch movies over and over again, or you're not? I I feel like my part of the obsessive compulsiveness in me. I like to see the same thing over and over again. So I've watched Coming to America a million times and things like that. Like, have you? Do you do the same thing? Yeah, I have certain ones I absolutely return to. Like I, Office Space or something like you just yeah those type of things where I'm like yeah I, I can know every beat of it, but I'll still watch it. Like MacGruber definitely is one that's just oh MacGruber yeah it's. Evergreen, just silliness. Hot Rod has really grown oh. me even more too. So it's... Hot Rod's my I- iPhone. Like I keep it downloaded on my iPhone. So yeah, I used nice. to when I traveled, I would watch it on a pl- like I would just it was it was like my comfort movie. 
if that's possible. You know, like, Lonely Island in general has an ext- like a very strong batting average, if not, honestly, pretty perfect in my view. I mean, even, um, because, you know, even when they, they direct their own thing or have each other in it, but, like, The Watch is a, there's a lot of funny in that movie. Uh, oh, the Ben Stiller movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like the movie a lot. I thought that was good. I think it's also like under the radar in a weird way because it did do so well. But I think it's actually quite. It's also pretty rewatchable. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Of, like it's also a weirdly like deceptively great cast with you know the core is of the four people in the watch. It's Ben Stiller, Richard Richard Iowade, Vince Vaughn, and then Jonah Hill. Like that's a wild four people. Yeah, and wildly different tastes. I forgot that Richard Iowade <laughs> is in it. Yeah, he's great. He's amazing. Have you watched his travel show? It's on Hulu. Is it good? It's great. It's him as, you know, as you would expect, a, a version of Richard Iowade. And it's very funny. And it's just him going with one person for two days to a different city around the world. And it's it's just a fun kind of a, not a parody of a travel show, but it definitely is like tongue in cheek and aware of them all while also giving you information. It's really funny. Oh, it's awesome. Um, yeah. I, um... What was I going to say about Richard? Oh, you must like um, Garth Marenghi. It's so funny. Yeah, so good. I think about that all the time just because of the how difficult it must be to make to make something look so bad. Like to make something... And be funny about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to make something like... It's hard to make something bad on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's yeah. hard. Do you make your own stuff? Like are you a creator or do you... This is what you create. I, I, I'm a... Uh... I'm a consumer. I do not. I don't really create. I. I don't know. I don't know that I have the confidence to do that, or or maybe just Brandon. I think you have that. the confidence. You know what you're talking about. You know <laughs> oh. what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, if you did it for yourself, honestly, it's uh, uh, a frustrating life to lead. But I think you. Uh, I don't know. I was just curious. I didn't know if yeah. that was yeah. part of it. It's something I've been curious about for sure. But I guess maybe. I don't know, maybe it's just that, that overriding fear, which is a problem unto itself, but the fear of, like, what if it's terrible? But then again, it can't be anything if you don't do it, so it's very self-defeating. Um, I, unfortunately, must uh, bid you adieu. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you all. Uh, oh, real fast, do you anything you want to point people to before we wrap it up? Oh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Joe, S-C-H-I-P-P-A. And uh, that's it. I think that's that's good. I got nothing coming out. So fair, that's good. Fair you can also watch, you know, if you have a Roku TV, you can go to the IFC app. And if you go to the Comedy Crib, you can watch my show, Sport Court, which I made for them, which is actually really Sport funny. Court. So uh, awesome. I would check that out. Okay. But thank, well, thank you for you your time. For your time. Everybody, you. take care. Please wear a mask. Stay safe. Lead with empathy. Thank you again. Bye. Bye.